There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to The Shift. Uh, sorry this episode is up a little later today. Um, I just uh, was so busy and fell asleep when I was editing last night. So I just didn't get a chance to get it up in the early morning over in Ireland. Um, but yeah, and for you American listeners as well. Sorry, it's a bit... Or wherever you are. But um, I'm, this episode's a lot of fun. It's a bit different than usual episode because uh, Billy Presida, he has the Man Whore podcast and he asked me if I wanted to do his and he'd do mine. But I said maybe a good idea would be just to do the one episode and we post it on both of our podcasts. Um, so actually, he interviews me... And then I ask him questions. I think he was probably the better interviewer in this situation. But we have the chats. It's really just the chats. Um, so we talk, what did we talk about? We talked about, he asked me a lot about me, like learning to masturbate, uh, cultural differences between home and here, uh, dating. And then he spoke about his OnlyFans and his, um, uh, what he learned from doing his podcast and like things he had done wrong with women because he had them on like previous lovers or people he's dated so yeah, it's really fun. And um, if you want to see the video for this, you can't because we didn't video it. But if you want to see next week's episode, uh, that'll be up on the Patreon. So I I already recorded that last week. Um, uh, it's with uh, Irene Marrow. She's a comedian and a stripper. So she talks about sex work, stripping, a lot of fun. That's up there. The video's up there and that'll come out next week if you want to wait. But also there's solo podcasts on the Patreon as well, where I just talk about my life in New York, uh, doing comedy, dating, all of that stuff, mainly dating. Um, I'm currently in a relationship with a guy who is four and a half nearly five years younger than me so I talk a lot about that and he's also going to come on in like a week onto the Patreon and do it do an episode so uh that'd be a lot of fun but yeah so the Patreon is a shift no wait sorry Patreon forward slash the shift podcast also if you can rate and review that'd be great uh but other than that enjoy this podcast well sorry enjoy this episode and I'll talk to you at the end maybe something will change I'll be like I have a boyfriend and then two two weeks later I'm like doing the intro and I'm like I recorded two weeks ago <laughs> that, that whole thing didn't work out yeah, it's yeah, yeah. <laughs> ignore me saying I'm so happy in this <laughs> <laughs> I did that with the first post-pandemic date where like we we clicked really hard in the texting we clicked really hard and she wanted to do a video chat like screener I'm like okay but we clicked really well in it yeah. so I thought all right this is awesome and then since it was both <laughs> of our first like real dates out of lockdown we actually acknowledge how there's gonna be a lot of brain chemistry fuckery going on and this that and the other thing like i was recently on a breakup and she kind of had a thing and too and and we were like 
okay, let's be emotionally irresponsible with each other. Like, mm-hmm. let's agree that we're going to say things that are emotionally inappropriate for our first date. Yeah. We're going to say things we may not even really mean, but like maybe we kind of feel like we mean in the moment. We like that night, like we, we were having sex all night. And we like we said, I love you. Oh, my God. Just and, and it felt real in the moment, not like the next morning. But yeah. And, and, and <laughs> so the okay. next day I, I was recording the monologue for my show. And I'm like, oh, my God, this that. And we did this thing and it was beautiful. And oh, we're going to move forward and, and start going out and see where it develops. Maybe those feelings will become real feelings. Mm-hmm. Episode comes out the next morning about 3 p.m., we had a date for that night and she she calls me to be like, hey, you know, I'm not really feeling it. I'm like, shit, I just told I my audience. It feels oh. embarrassing, but still they've all the audience have all been there. So they get it. We've yeah. all had that where we're like that. Inten- and I feel like those intense questions are the ones where you're like, are those intense? Um, uh, relate- those shares. Uh, yes those intense shares those like where you're uh you feel like you love someone straight away is yeah. usually the one that burns out i feel <laughs> you know um it's like infatuation or something yeah there's just there's a humility to come back on a microphone a week later and be like yeah that didn't, that yeah didn't, i remember work. i did tori fiskin's podcast and i and she was like uh basically like i think i was like yeah i'm like i think i'm in love with this guy and stuff like that and then when I said I was in love with him, I realized I wasn't in love with him. And then she was like, oh, the podcast just dropped. And I was like, I can never listen to this. Exactly. <laughs> I felt like so embarrassed. <laughs> well, it's a good time to say like, oh, oh, oh it's fun. We should probably introduce each other. I'm going to say that I'm here right now with, <laughs> with fellow comedian and, and sex podcaster Katie Boyle. And I'm here with fellow comedian <laughs> <laughs> and also sex podcaster, uh, Billy Prasida. Yeah, yeah. Hello. <laughs> Welcome to each other. And I just saw you sex points. That's why I got distracted when I accidentally said questions because I was like, I interviewed her. As, as did I, which oh, I noticed so when I was doing uh, research for her, I found her episode oh of your God. show. She's amazing. She is a fucking hoot. And, and so so we thought we would do a fun dual uh a dual uh release episode we're gonna yeah. drop the same thing on both our feeds and so we'd have an opportunity to kind of like interview each other uh, even though we both have like a very similar conversational interview style it yeah. seems we have the chats <laughs> and uh and to prevent me from interrupting you too much that's okay <laughs> um we thought it might be fun to 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 trade barbs to trade questions yeah. uh i think the first one i'll go just to piggyback off, off what we were just talking about so you've been doing your show your podcast for uh, two years now yeah. uh, how's been the adjustment of oversharing your personal life on the internet i feel like when i first started doing it i would wake up every morning after we release an episode with like regret like what have i done <laughs> uh, and then i got used to it because the payoff is so much better because i feel like for me I learned so much like it was like the podcast has been like therapy and uh like helped me grow that sounds really pathetic but you know what I mean I feel like in all the relationship advice I've heard or all the people who we've interviewed and they've shared their story I feel like I've learned so much so it's like I'm happy in that regard and I but I was also really worried that it would affect like relationships and like dating and Mm. that's always been in the back of my mind a little bit but have you had a lot of first dates to start with like uh so I listen to the podcast um they don't admit it but there's definitely been guys who I know have because they say stuff that I'm like "Mm, okay that's That's from episode 27 yeah that's a bit (laughs) that's like a bit much um so it's like they're already going in there with all this information about you um which is hard I feel like because they already have a picture of you that's not it's like a version of me but that's not 
I'd rather like to get to know someone slowly. And then secondly, then men are afraid that they're going to be on the podcast or they're going to be material. But then again, it's like if you're not a dickhead, you've nothing to worry about. Like my boyfriend now has, you know, and he's even said like certain things like, um, well, no, he said they can talk about whatever I want on my Patreon, but he knows there's only like 55 people. Right. He's so. like, well, that's beyond a paywall. Like, yeah, I know yeah, the numbers fine. for that one. <laughs> But he's, he's also, he's a comedian as well. So he's like pretty cool with it. But I think regular guys are a bit like, oh, Jesus, I'd be worried now with my, or like what their family thinks. Like this is this, and like the thing is like, I'm not posting like naked photos or whatever like I know you did naked yoga but I honestly feel like as a woman there's like all these levels of shame and stuff so like because I talk about sex I can't do that Mm. and I mean I could do you think people would take you less serious your opinions on sexuality less seriously if you were no I think because I think the women who do that are great I just know that for me it's like all I before it's like all these steps so like a levels in a game so but when I was started doing the podcast, I was like, oh, my God, what am I doing? I'm talking about sex. Like, that's so shameful. And then the more I did it, I was like, actually, this is important. We should be talking about it. But it's so it's just more like I've come from a place where women don't really talk about that. Women don't really do with it. So I don't feel like I only started posting like bikini pictures. Like, I think I posted two <laughs> this year. And it's because I'm like still dealing with all of that shame and stuff so I think that I love that I've started doing this the podcast because I'm like realizing that there is all these things for women that it's like we're putting these boxes Mm. so if you're if you're talking about sex or you're also posting naked pictures you're also doing OnlyFans you should be allowed to do all of those things but there is there's still that like uh, like I just I physically just talk about sex and I just write jokes about it and i get messages from guys being like god you're such a whore and I'm like so do you know does that make yeah. sense it's like i'm also not willing to deal with that just yeah i don't want to do an only fans i i think it's great that people do that i don't want to do naked yoga <laughs> by the way and, <laughs> by the way you should see the way her eyes just roll <laughs> twitched in the, into yeah. the back of her head i mean i <laughs> think thought of it. i think it's so great that people do that and you make so much money but i just know like it wouldn't it's that's a thing that I like I I you know I just want to keep I want to keep my masturbation or whatever yeah. to myself <laughs> and my partner and that's okay too but I would never I think it's great that people like one of my friends she made like 60 grand and she's like happy with that and you know and it's like yeah it's like get it get it and it's, so it sounds like doing the podcast helping you break out of a box exactly thank you that was my long arse way of saying that <laughs> <laughs> that's okay we got time to fill yeah, that's fine like, it just yeah I'm I'm happy so it's like I'm yeah I, I feel like it was good that I started doing what about you when you started oversharing how did you feel about it but you're a man uh, yeah but like I'm being but like I'm being like I mean episode one is me saying like oh why won't anyone love me yeah. right so it's like it's not even me it's not you know it's not bitches I banged with Billy Presida which yeah. is a great podcast title for a shitty podcast yeah uh but it, so so it's like from the get-go I was talking about more emotions and feelings and yeah like sometimes so I'm going vulnerable to, for a man yeah yeah so it's like I wasn't man man fist bump yeah. it was more like like i'm getting laid i go to sex you know i go to group sex but i just want someone to love me for me <laughs> that was my problem i had women would sleep with me but they wouldn't date me yeah. and i wanted to know why that's and, great yeah so it's like i i think i was most nervous about not oversharing because as a comic i'd already been oversharing and you know i was kind of raised in a culture of talking about your feelings incessantly but i was nervous about the perception of me um, with this face uh, doing a sex podcast and it being like, 
this man talking about his fucking and his dick and uh, ugh, yeah. and he looks like the guy who did or said the thing to me in college and uh, yeah. and so I, I think I was nervous about people seeing the name of the podcast, looking at my face and having a perception of what I do instead of actually like judging me on the content itself. Yeah, and that makes sense. I think yeah, if someone most people don't read captions or blurbs, so they just see man whore and they're like, oh, okay, he's talking about all the people he's fucked. But like, I think when you describe it, it's like, yeah, that's great because people, there is people who just ha- sleep around and they're like, I want a girlfriend or a boyfriend, and trying to step out of that. Yeah, like you know, we can be whores with hearts of gold. You know, like yeah. we can we can want other things, like like the. I don't know all the sex stuff I feel like is should be the least interesting thing about me but uh you know some people are like oh yay I think it's really interesting so let's say for me I'd wait till the third date to have sex which is like Mm. oh okay that's like that sounds like proper you know but I've had a fucking lot of third dates so it's just (laughs) an interesting third dates you didn't even want you're like well I want to at least get to the sex part so I will go through a (laughs) shitty second date just to get to see if this dick is good so I can deal with my own shame and it's like funny because let's say you could be like you're talk about your podcast man whore about all the people you've just ha- slept with once but i've also slept with a lot of people i just waited till the third or fourth day <laughs> so it's like it's just interesting because you would think then we would start dating but then it just doesn't you know men will wait around and then maybe after i sleep with them maybe i will date them but it might only last like a month or two so well i had a lot of women in my early 20s uh who would like they would sleep with me on the regular like it would feel like we were dating except we weren't dating, quote unquote. Like, and why I, was that? Um, I think my, my I still believe that um, I felt like a safe option to go into casual sex. Yeah. So like maybe if you're just out of a long relationship, like I give you those boyfriendy vibes uh, without any of the obligation of having to treat me like a boyfriend. Right. Mm-hmm. Or like I seem like someone you could experiment with safely or without whatever judgments are attached or, or I also had a knack for like meeting women right before they moved across the country or right before they entered grad school or they choose, you know, they're dating multiple people. Oh, I don't want to, I'm not settling down. And all of a sudden they settle down. Right. So I, that was, it just happened over and over again where it felt like we were dating. Things felt great. And when things would end, it didn't feel like there was really a reason felt like they were, I was a stepping stone very often. Did you find out from doing the podcast why, what, what you feel you were doing wrong or what you mm-hmm. felt you could have communicated better? Oh, I definitely am uh, sometimes more of a jerk than I thought I was. Uh... <laughs> That's, <laughs> that definitely got some revelations. And what was the jerky stuff you did? Um. Oh, God, there's one really embarrassing story that okay. I, that's just popping in my head. I haven't thought about it. Uh, one of like probably the first 40 episodes I had on this woman I forgot what uh, name she used, so I'm not going to say, but uh, we we hooked up a few times. I was 22, 23. I would like go out to Jersey. I'd see her there, and she'd come into the city. And one time we met at this bar on like 8th Avenue and 23rd Street, and she was going to blow me in the bathroom. So we like we had a drink, and then like I got to, I went to the bathroom, and she followed in and she sucked my dick and then someone banged on the door at one point be like what's going on so i'm just like i'm old she doesn't feel good she's uh-huh. holding her hair back it's like yeah. someone's sick because yeah. <laughs> they're hearing like gagging and gurgling and yeah. so i'm just like oh my god she's, she's just really drunk that's what yeah. it is um and then afterwards i oh, this is bad so we leaving and i would need to go right to go to my train she needed to go left to walk half of a city block in broad daylight 
to the subway to get herself back to New Jersey. And she wanted me to walk her to the train. And I like couldn't compute that because I didn't have like emotional feeling, like romantic feelings for her. So I wouldn't Uh, like, I was just like, Oh, I I gotta go this way. (laughs) And we, we got into a fight on the street about that. Then I totally forgot it. We never hooked up again. Rightfully so on her part. Um, uh, So then, you know, years and years, you know, years later, I have her on the podcast and she like reminds me of this and I'm like, oh, yeah, I do not remember being such a piece of shit. My bad. (laughs) How old are you now? 32. I just turned 32. Yeah. No, 23. Everybody has like, oh, God, I can't believe I did that. But like the thing is as well, you just didn't. Well, I guess for her, she just had her penis in your mouth. So, yeah, you could have walked her. You could have walked me half a block. It doesn't have to make sense. Maybe just do it. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, 100%. Definitely. (laughs) But I guess for you, you just saw it as just a sex thing and you weren't putting any. I do think like men do that so they'll show you like it's like listen to their their actions Mm. and they will not do things that even seem relationshipy at all if they want to keep it casual sex Mm. Uh, and you're like oh he probably just didn't walk me to the train because he was rushing off and it's like no a guy who wants a relationship they fucking walk you to the train they may ask you to text them when they're home it's like and she may not have even wanted a relationship as much as she just like wanted a common courtesy of like i just sucked your dick in a bathroom you can walk me half a block and like i just didn't put that i was very and like up until like um mildly recently like really obsessed with the concept of being right and things mm-hmm. making sense. And that's definitely gotten in the way in my relationships. Cause like, I am not fun to fight with. Yeah. Like if we're, if we're dating and we're in an argument and I am technically right, but not emotionally right. Fuck. Did that would, that would always go ass backwards. What does that mean though? Okay. So I might be right. Technically like about a thing, like about like objectively I might be accurate, Yeah. but there'll be no, there, there used to be no empathy involved. So I would always be acknowledging the thing that happened and she might be trying to express how it was making her feel. Yeah. So I was never addressing the more, what was ultimately more important because the thing usually wasn't important in itself. It would be the effect it had. And I was just like having a huge empathy block because my brain was like fixated on, but like I didn't say that thing you keep saying that I said. Yeah. And then, sh- and then she'll be like, and, and, and then she would just say like how that would make her feel, but she would keep saying I said a different thing. And so instead of focusing on, oh, I just made this person I care about feel this way, yeah. I was focusing on I actually did not say that yeah. sentence, you know. Type yeah. Of thing. And I think as well, it's always like that's one thing I've learned as well is that um you both have different perceptions of situations. Mm-hmm. So it's like really good to be just like oh okay well I actually didn't mean it that way but let me explain how I meant it and I'm so sorry yeah. that that's how how it like how you felt or whatever but it is hard though yeah. when someone says you said something you didn't you're like fuck I didn't say that I really have to take those deep breaths and it's still a struggle and like I know my last relationship like I know she didn't enjoy when we had arguments but she definitely helped me learn how to argue better in yeah. that um just taking that deep breath and and focusing on the it doesn't matter that she's wrong about what I said or didn't say she's clearly upset how about we just talk about i don't even have to say this is what i meant or this yeah. is what I, I can just be like how are you feeling like let's talk about yeah. this if it's getting this ugly over something minuscule there's probably something bigger that's it's, been going on yeah what's been going on maybe this thing was just setting off an underlying problem and that underlying problem is more important anyway yeah that's what i'm trying to that's great learn and do that's great i'm a good arguer i feel 
Why do you just acquiesce the whole time? <laughs> How are you a good arguer? I think so because I was just thinking about this when I was walking here because like I just had an argument with my partner last night, but um, you know, something happened where I was like, Oh, that's weird, and he was like automatically like, Oh, relax. And I was like, No, I and I explained exactly why it's weird. And then I said, you put yourself in my shoes. Have a quick moment to think about how you'd feel. And then he was like, oh, my God, actually, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Um, and then I was like, when I bring up these things, because I think his automatic thing is like, oh, we're going to break up or whatever. And I'm like, we're not break- breaking up. This is healthy. If I um, don't argue with, or like or don't bring this up, I'll just walk away. If mm. I don't like you, I'm not going to waste my time uh, bringing this up. If I'm bringing it up as an issue, I'm not. It's not like it's worth it to me to yeah. solve it with you yeah. because I don't have to solve it with you. If I'm going to leave, I'll just leave. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't want to have to repeat myself. So it's like the second time I was like, mm-hmm. and I was like, I don't want to have to repeat myself. So really listen to me because as well, that's just like frustrating. And then he was like, actually, yeah, you're right. It was like a storm and he's so great in everything else. So I also was like, I don't want you to think that I don't appreciate everything you did tonight, but it still doesn't mean that this doesn't bother me and mm-hmm. you know and there's going to be things that i'm going to do that are going to bother you and you'll bring it up as we go along and he was like yeah actually you're you're he was like yeah you're right he was like i just feel bad and i i just it's just like oh now i feel bad because you are right yeah um saying you're right and i'm wrong is a is just a terrifying thing for people to say yeah. you know because you're you know people don't like to admit that they're wrong they yeah. don't like to admit that they believe something that was wrong they'd rather just dig their heels in and be like no the election was stolen yeah yeah and the thing is as well so i think as well in situations where people are like no because they don't mean so it's like let's say if i have a if i have a boyfriend and i have a best guy friend okay and i'm always saying like hugging him and touching him and kissing him on the cheek Mm -hmm. and then my boyfriend to him that's going to be like well that's a little uncomfortable that's our thing but to me it means nothing so it's you're, you could quickly get I don't do that but I'm using this example you quickly get defensive and be like what are you talking about he's like a brother it doesn't mean anything and it's like it doesn't matter you might know you mean but you have to show you have to put in boundaries and show by actions and so like it's so quick to be like oh you're being silly you're being jealous you're being blah 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 but actually you're seeing it from your viewpoint where you know you'd never fuck your but the other people don't know that you know does that make sense so i think like people get defensive really quickly because they're like in my heart i know i'm not doing anything wrong but that doesn't mean that other people can see that does that am i articulating that no yeah yeah, okay that makes sense so i think it's always good to just not get defensive and be like oh like try to put yourself in their shoes Mm. try i always try to be like how would i feel if I saw someone doing that or like, so guys DM me all the time. I don't like, I don't, I don't play into it. I'm just like, if they want to go to a show, go to a show, but I'm not like flirting with them. And it's because if I saw my partner doing that, I would feel so, I would feel betrayed. So it's like, you just have to put yourself in their shoes instead of being like, well, I know I'm, but I'm just tits guys on the internet. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Well, actually that feeds into uh, the question I'll, I'll go and uh, send your ways. Uh, based off of listening to one of your episodes, I uh, you have you have quite the fascination with uh, thirst traps. The, yes. <laughs> so so, what is your your fascination with thirst traps, and have is that something you've been trying to do more of? Um, no, I guess my friend Serena Kajani, she's a entertainer as well. She posts mostly thirst traps, and she told me we were uh, away for Christmas, <laughs> and she was like, "You should post a picture, this picture we took of us in our bikinis." And I was like, no, because my followers are there because I write. And I was like, I don't feel like I'm able to post a tourist trap because I write about sex and I talk about it. 
And she was like, no, that's ridiculous. And I was like, I promise you I'll lose followers. And I was like, I do think most of the followers are there for the jokes. And I do. And I think it's like some um, women sometimes maybe. And I'm like, this is total pulling this out of my arse. But maybe are like, oh, oh, I'm not here for her to post pictures of her body. You mm. know, like, so there can be a little resentment sometimes. And I don't think that's all there's so many women who are so supportive of me and like or like when i posted that bikini pic we're like oh my god you look great um, and there might be men who are following me who then maybe their girlfriends see and they're like no i thought you were following that show you don't know what the context is but i did lose a lot of followers when i posted it posting a bikini picture and it was the first bikini picture yeah since i'd ever since i'd gotten a following on instagram um so yeah i did and i was like to her i was like look and it was like going down and down it was like a, a, a lot for how many followers i had um, but it was also the most likes I'd ever gotten on a, po- a recent post. So, so like Serena's like, well, it's your tribe. And I'm like, yeah, but it's also like, what are people coming here for? They're just coming for my jokes and my stand up. But she was like, yeah, but that's ridiculous. They should be coming for you. And it was all this like, I don't know. But then I went to They Miami. should be into the totality of Katie Boyle, not just yeah. the writing skills of Katie Boyle. Well, she's also just like, you should be proud of your body and stuff. And I was like, yeah, but like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It's not like I work out or whatever. I'm not like a workout person. I'm just skinny because I have IBS. I just shit all the time. <laughs> I'm like ill. People are like, you look so great. Did you work out? And I'm like, I think I'm dying. <laughs> They're like, oh my God. Yeah, yeah, like, you have secret. abs. And I'm like, yeah, it's because I'm emancipated. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, then I just posted bikini pics when I was in uh, Miami. And again, they got a ton of likes and stuff. And I think... Uh, and you lost followers? Yeah, I lost some followers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just some. But I also was like, oh, I have enough followers now that if I lose... And not as many as I lost when I f- posted the first one. So I, I get that on Twitter. Uh, not on Instagram, but I'll get that on Twitter where if I'm like trying to post something from OnlyFans, and I won't post like a full-on... I mean, I'm not going to... It's not going to be like just a close-up of my dick or anything. But you know, if I want to post like a a really hot maybe half naked photo or something or something suggestive i will lose followers i won't get likes i will barely get likes i won't get retweets or anything like that but then the click throughs and i'll be like you disingenuous motherfuckers it's like you won't just click that like yeah. button please i need it for my soul but people don't want to see see this and this also <laughs> like comes they'll, they'll click through they'll follow the only fans yeah. but they don't want to they don't want to publicly say yeah. we think you're hot yeah but that and that comes into the all the different levels of shame that people have it's like i don't want to be seen liking this or supporting this but i do like it <laughs> i don't want people to know i like a guy who doesn't have abs uh, yeah. <laughs> wait so you have only fans what do you do on the only fans you just jerk off and stuff or uh i do that sometimes wow do you have a lot of followers uh it's it, it pays for the fucking oh room. my god i'm telling you i <laughs> just wish me i oh i love my father so much and you know i just he disowned me for sure <laughs> i mean he's so supportive with this this sex podcast stuff and everything i talk about but i just know that'd be because he's a policeman too and there's just so much shame in ireland it yeah. just it wouldn't be worth he's not just a cop he's an irish cop yeah yeah so it's just like could you ma- my sister already my sister's a younger and she already gets shipped because of some of my stuff i post on tiktok i had to i recently a clip was doing well but i just privated it because i was like there was two of the clips that were doing really well and it's just me mm. joking about sex which it's just not worth i don't want her paying for what i do but i also don't want me being censored so it's like but anyway so only fans <laughs> even if i ever decided oh i'd love to do that i'll never do that yeah uh i i my dad's got no issue with it he said he he fist bumps he like he's proud of me for doing it but like for all the wrong reasons yeah. like 
because he wouldn't be happy if my sisters had them. Well, exactly. <laughs> like if I were a man and I was posting jokes about, do you think my sister wouldn't be getting in trouble? Like she wouldn't have the lads at school being like, oh, look what your sister did. They'd be like, oh, your brother's a fucking legend. <laughs> and it's like such a catch 22. I watch this show and she says in it and I say this a lot. And I think doing the podcast made me realize it or the thirst traps or like, so she says you can't be a woman and be funny, independent, smart uh, and hot um and you know because you have to put women in boxes well she's really funny or oh but she's hot or you can't be too awesome you have to not have a couple of these things <laughs> yeah no and they're like well then she couldn't be nice and it's like people can people can be lots of things like people can be pretty and funny and it's like don't put people in boxes for fuck's sake it's ridiculous but that's what people do and i just thought in that show she's always like she's very like independent and she's like i love her she's always like stop being a uh stop being a ball sack instead of a pussy because he's like balls yeah. are weak pussies are strong <laughs> that they are yeah. uh very stretch like there's strength in the stretch of a sack but the entire area is very sensitive to impact yeah, yeah. you're all you're literally ball sacks when you get your ball hurt yeah <laughs> yeah you're not yeah. pussies because pussies are strong and they push out babies and shit oh my god but wait so back to the only fans <laughs> well, so you ha that's amazing and you just like do it's like a patreon basically but you do sex stuff uh, well, it's just like it's I'll put it this way. It's where Billy can go and be way cuter than he can be on Instagram. <laughs> Instagram has like algorithms set up. This has been like confirmed to like detect certain things. So, for example, like my my ex is a, is a fat activist and she gets a lot of photos taken down totally clothed. We'll yeah. wear the exact same clothing as a, a thin model will wear. Hers gets taken down because they think there's nudity. Why the algorithm is detecting the skin that is being shown. She's a fat woman and there is more skin showing because she has more skin but the algorithm detects there's more skin so they automatically pulled down the fat chick stuff and not the thin model oh stuff my, that's <laughs> awful because that is like uh, my my bikini pictures i'm just like literally just triangled over my tits and Absolutely. triangle over my badge right so if if megan had worn the same bikini you <gasps> did post the same pose hers <gasps> very likely would get taken down more likely awful. than yours yeah Ugh. or like so they similarly the algorithm has stuff they have like these bots, these things. I had a video where I am, um, I am, I pull a microphone out of my fly, okay. right? As if it, I was pulling my dick out. Yeah. Like the, I, the microphone's in my jeans. So it looks like I have a bulge and I'm like groping the microphone. Yeah, yeah. I'm stroking it over the jeans and the microphone. Yeah. Then I unzip and I reach in and I pull out yeah. a microphone yeah. as a gag. I post it and, Two seconds later, Instagram says we took this down yeah. for sexual. I'm like, what? It's a microphone. It's I guess it's like sexual innuendo or whatever. I no, don't because know. like the thing thinks that I'm grabbing a, my dick. Oh, like it's perceiving that this it's... is because there's not humans involved. We'd have to pay them livable wages and we can't have that. So oh. they have, they're trying to train computers Jesus, how to detect the AIs. it. the AIs. Yeah. That's so, but it's still cool that you do have a Patreon or have a OnlyFans. <laughs> I didn't know. I'm so dumb. I didn't know men, a lot of men had only fans and yeah. who would sign up would it be women as well signing up i my some of my top uh my top one percent of fans like my top spender is is a some lady in the mid a married woman in the midwest wow yeah, absolutely i love this this yeah. is so great so lads get on it get on your only fans absolutely it's a place wow. i can go to post my thirst traps i don't have to worry about risking my public facing social media yes. 
Um, it's a place that can monetize not just that, but but I you mean, do I, masturbation as well. Sometimes, yeah, 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 wow. yeah absolutely. That and partnered <laughs> stuff like with friends oh, of mine. Yeah, you do like sex stuff too. Oh yeah, I've put like yeah, I just posted like a uh, blowjob videos with Lucy Moon. Everybody, wow. go check them out. Uh, <laughs> oh um, my god, this is like I I feel like that guy. I don't know if you guys have read the book A Brave New World, but when I come over here, I'm like what the hell this is like so different i'm going back to the woods <laughs> i'm going uh, back yeah no it's fun and uh and, and like i said it's a play and also i've been building this audience as heard my sex stories yeah. might be have grown to have a fondness for me maybe some of them think i'm cute and they want to see stuff <laughs> and now i can kind of funnel that energy in a more profitable direction like wow. do you want to flirt with me in dms it might be inappropriate to just randomly do that on instagram but if you come on over to my OnlyFans, like you can totally flirt away. And when one of us starts getting aroused, just start tipping. Wow. I would make so Absolutely. much money if I could do that, but I can't. And <laughs> I also just don't want to. It's all, there, is something, <laughs> there is something I like. I like, um, so I like when I have a boyfriend that they get to see like my naked body that yeah. I kind of, I, that's something as well that I like, like I like sending them like versions of nudes and that it's like unique to them that they're just getting it i don't so that's my other thing with tourist traps as well like, i'm not like i don't put up a lot of half naked photos as well because mm. i've always kind of liked being like oh look like like i don't know i like keeping those those certain and we're so public that i like those certain that physical act private yeah well yeah when we when we are putting most of our lives on the internet it's nice to have some secrets like yeah i don't have many secrets from mm -hmm. like the internet but like i have a few and i feel like i'm gonna hold them for just so i can have some or until you know there's a way to make really good money off of that yeah. secret right it's i'm <laughs> like that with my podcast but then with the patreon i'm just like, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> I'm like you guys are paying one to five dollars here you go here's my <laughs> everything i did this week but yeah, no, I was going to say something there about the OnlyFans and I can't remember now, but that's great. Yeah, I'm having fun with it. Yeah. We'll see how long that lasts. Uh, question, who's hotter, Americans or the Irish? Um, I mean, physically not the Irish, but the Irish, for sure. <laughs> I mean, like, technically, I do think there's more physically hotter people here um, in general, just... Yeah, I don't know. Walking down the street, you're like, fuck, beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. What the fuck? <laughs> All gods. Um, But I think for me, I find Irish people more, Irish men more attractive because I'm more attracted to banter and crack. Okay. And I have found over here dating people, there's like a bit more of a sensitivity, um, a bit more of a culture clash. And I just love like the crack and the Irish lads have that down to a T. They're always like, let's do something fun. Um, like they'll slag you. It's good banter. So I think their vibe is more attractive. If I'm like to generalize group, I find like white American men. Um, uh, so again, just generalizing a bit like loud or Bro like this is what I would have saw at my bar so it's not like comedian men comedian men remind me of like Irish men and yeah. immigrant men and uh you know Latin men or black men also remind me a bit more of like I always I love basically you're saying white American men are kind of <laughs> lame well because I love even like performing in front of uh Latin people or black people it reminds me so much of like Irish people and the way we interact because you know UK I just did a show where there's UK people and it was like screaming and like really into it and that's what I like and that's what I know some comics are like scared of those other rooms and I'm like no I love that it's the same as Irish people like they'll tell you if you're doing shit but if they love you they'll be like oh jeez that's you know like they're very interactive and i love that um but when it comes to dating too i find 
I I found the guys that have asked me out that are white American are like financy and loud and grabby and broy or like wearing boat shoes and you're like Jesus I need to cover my drink you know <laughs> like a bit and again this is a huge generalization because my boyfriend now is a white American man was the first white American but man performer. I, he's a comedian right first white American man I've dated in like years though I only other one was an Irish American but other than that I haven't dated any um maybe like the odd date i've gone on but it's all of my exes have been either black asian immigrant or um yeah immigrant because even the latin guys i dated they were fr- they were immigrants they weren't like latin american so what you're saying is your exes all put together look like a very diverse abc comedy <laughs> my dad was like you're just gonna date every country in the world casey yeah. <laughs> i was like yeah i'm getting to meet different people learn different cultures <laughs> um because he'd love me to date an irish man of course but um but yeah so i guess i found them to, and this is not and not just white american men so american men in general so even ones that are first generation Im- immigrants what are the team i have found and i've dated a lot <laughs> is that much more emotional much more in tune with their emotions maybe overly emotional like i've had a couple of men cry and i'm like fuck like we wouldn't i don't it's very like yeah, we don't cry in Ireland. You know, we lock it up. One guy cried on the first date and I got him a whiskey. We were in my apartment. I didn't know what to do. What was he crying about? He's like, he was talking about it because people, uh, like, I don't know what it is with first dates over here. Is f- people really, a lot of people I attracted to are probably a little toxic. Um, but they will tell me their problems or their like childhood traumas. And maybe I have a face that I'm like, oh, just talk to me about things. But I have a sneaking suspicion because people have been doing this to me since I was in fucking high school where everyone thought like they would look into deeply into my eyes and be like, I can tell this person anything. I wonder if it's the blue eyes. Maybe I wonder if there's something eyes. about that that is inviting to say like, here, please let me inhale your trauma I mean, unsolicited. It's crazy because it's like, hey, firstly, man, I'm not actually qualified to deal with that. I'll give you all advice, <laughs> but I might not be given the right advice. Like, I'm not I'm not a therapist. No. I am a comedian. Yeah, with a sex it's, show. And it's unfair. And then secondly, i do think it's their way of like forming an intense bond quickly but it's like also what happens is they end up like a lot of my first dates is they're just talking about all of their problems and then they they're just become like a vomit they're Mm. vomiting vomiting and then in this case this guy cried so i just and then he stayed over that night and the next because i was like really drunk we were another thing was we were really drunk but the next day i was like oh how's my little cry baby today and he was just like don't ever say call me and i was like fuck like or i've and i've so many instances of things like that where like um i had a another guy when i first moved over cry because he was like talking about the universe and how fucked up the universe is and i was like well that one's a little more valid in my opinion i'll be like that's worth crying i'm like no (laughs) we were only dating like two weeks another guy cried because uh, he was like on cocaine and he was meeting my friend and he was like kind of just too fucked up and I was like oh you're too fucked up like this is like like ridiculous and then he got like really upset because he was ashamed and I'm like what is going on like, I hate when people get upset too and I know this is I know that the world is trying to be like men should cry and men should open up but not on the first date and I also just think as well it's like a bit of a cop out and I think if for women too I think anybody like of course we need to deal with our emotions you need to be able to cry but you need to also just go you know what you're right that was bad behavior i'm sorry i'll fix it and work on it but when you start getting upset and you're like oh i'm a terror and it's like it's a self-pity like i'm just like no i'm not saying anything bad i'm just saying you know like don't do it again and then all of a sudden i'm like 
yeah, I don't know. I'm now just... you got to play caretaker on a on a date. You yeah. want to have some fun. Yeah, let's just have fun the first couple of d- dates. So all of those things. So like if you're early on and you're just being like, oh, I don't like this. You don't need to get upset about it. It's like we're just like learning how to be around each other. But also like childhood traumas. I had another guy like, oh God, he just talked the whole night about like all of the horrible things that happened to him. And I'm like fuck me like can we just that should be six months down the line or a year down the line when you that's that's the stuff where you like when you really trust the person i feel there was someone even just in friendships like i i was like almost i guess i would call it auditioning someone to be like a good friend yeah uh (laughs) we we were getting ready to like hang out in person again but like every time she and i would chat anytime was i mean it was always negative there's always she's always complaining about something she's always something's wronging her she's always upset something's always stupid and i'm and like i love snarking at stuff like any other person but i mean there's got to be positives in your life otherwise you're not a you're not fun to hang out with so then it's like i don't even so she's kind of failed the audition like she texts and i'll i'll interact when texting but not too much because i'm like i don't really want to invest much in this potential friendship because it seems like a real downer yeah i even felt like when the pandemic happened i thought about this because i was like i know so many people who like being down is like their personality and i was like well now everybody's down okay so (laughs) you're gonna you you can't be you're not unique anymore and I, i yeah i think yeah, I don't know. It's a strange thing. I've never had that in Ireland. But I don't, didn't date a lot either in Ireland. But I just think in Ireland it'd be more like, let's have fun. And sh- you'd be nearly like hiding your problems because you mm. wanna, you'd be like, oh, I don't want them to know like I'm a total mess. Yeah. And, you know, <laughs> whereas here it's like, I'm a mess. You should like this and fix me. And you're like, fuck me. I don't want come to me fixed. Yeah. So <laughs> that's my biggest complaint over here. But again, maybe that's the city. Maybe if people in Ireland would be like, well, that's what like Dublin's like. So maybe all cities are like that. Just I don't know. Maybe it's a generational thing. It's like that. I know this is such an outdated reference, but Friends just came out with a new episode. That episode of Friends with Bruce Willis when she's like, come on, talk to me. And then he keeps crying and he just he's opened the floodgate and she's like, OK, I didn't want this. <laughs> If a woman even cried on the first date, you will go back to your friends and be like, well, that was a bit much. <laughs> like, So it's like, nobody should be crying on a first date. Cry to your friends or your parents. or <laughs> I mean, if you're crying about how your friends don't love you and you haven't got friends, get a therapist. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's just like, Jesus Christ. Yeah, I don't know. But the guy I'm seeing now has like a really healthy relationship with his family so that's good he's like goofy he plays settlers like a tan I'm like oh, what is settlers. this I know but that's never my type is like really like kind of more like cool and like stylish and like um uh you know like masculine and I have dated a couple of narcissists and like I'm very my like my mother would definitely be probably I don't know what her mental health issues but it's but they're they're, they're bad um, and I think I, in turn, am attracted to guys like that. Like, and it's then the past like year, especially in the pandemic, I've been trying to break out of that. So like less, because it just happened that a lot of the guys who are like emotionally abusive or nar- narcissist or manipulative are also the guys who like present themselves as like really manly and dress well. Mm-hmm. Not saying that's all the guys, because a lot of my friends are like that and they're very sweet. But I've never really gone for like the geeky kind of goofy type. Mm-hmm. Um this guy but i've actually his style has gotten better since we're dating (laughs) and he got a haircut (laughs) my friend tori piskin was like because when we first started dating i was like i don't know and she was like you know what you've dated all these guys that have had mental health issues and you've tried to fix them and she said as women and i told her she'd do a joke about this on stage because it's really funny but she said women do that we'll be like oh this guy looks like he's hot 
he's like a great style but he is like you know he is like mentally unwell let me fix him and then you have a guy who's like a great communicator like a sweetheart will treat you like gold and you're like i don't know he has a weird haircut and you're like you could just be like that's so much you? more easy to fix yeah, right that's, like that's we can take said. care of we can work on that and guys are actually very approachable with stuff like that because my guy it was like his hair was so poofy and i was like wow like this is wild and it's so bad because he's like i shouldn't care about yeah. that but i was i said i was joking and i was like i can tell how human the weather is by your hair <laughs> and thankfully he took that well thankfully he's not too sensitive but he was like no he's like i'm waiting till i get a haircut because i'm going to a wedding right. and when he got it i was like oh my god your face has changed yeah. it's like night and day so and it's like i also like try to dress well and like you know i like like to i think God, I don't want to sound like I'm being vain here because I'm not because I definitely dated him for his personality, but he he did. It. I don't want to sound I don't want to sound vain, but I post such good thirst traps. People unfollow me. No, <laughs> I don't think that they're good. Maybe they're like, look at that emancipated bitch. <laughs> no, and it's like also it's okay to be happy. Okay, well I need to finish this sentence. This sentence is that I really like that he got a haircut is that okay is that bad i think that's fine <laughs> i appreciate that feedback because like i'm an idiot i know i'm an idiot yeah. i know i don't know how to dress yeah. and so i appreciate when one can help me dress better because yeah. someone say just do this and i'll be like, I, don't, I don't know how the colors go to get yeah. just just tell me i'll wear the thing yeah he, it's like if yeah. i want to be i know how to use my nose if you want to put me in something that actually makes me uncomfortable i'm gonna say no yeah i got you know my ex got me a a, a button down red shirt that like i really just don't see why i'm gonna wear yeah. maybe i can use it for layering at times but it, i'm not used to a red like that no, no. so like you know it mostly sits in a, <laughs> in a closet and that's okay um you know if she, she wants to show me how to make my hair look better fucking please i've been yeah. begging for someone to help me look better i just don't know how to so i welcome that feedback yeah Absolutely. and he said to me last night he was like i want to look more attractive for the person i'm dating so of i course. just don't know how to yeah like, you just gotta he, show me. he used to have a lot of like he was a lot heavier so his clothes that he was wearing before he went shopping just didn't mm -hmm. fit him right so he kind of there's just... also a comfort in looseness like i hated wearing i was a chubby kid growing up i hated long sleeves yeah. why because it was tight to my skin being tight yeah. to my skin is reminding me that my skin is bulging out yeah. in a way that uh not only do i not like but apparently all the other kids don't like mm -hmm. and the other girls don't like being anything long and tight would remind me of my yeah. size so i didn't want to be in it that's why i like loose jeans like i had to have women show me jeans that make my butt look good yeah so that i don't keep wearing the baggy jeans that yeah. i was like so used to yeah exactly and it's like even as myself as a woman i used to wear like o'neill's which you guys americans won't know but they're like these like baggy tracksuit bottoms that i'd always dress like a guy because i wanted to be like one of the lads and then wait wait the the tracksuit with the like the vertical stripe lines that they're like that kind of but they have zips like at the i saw end. Just, like brad like, pitt wears in snatch is kind, that yeah kind <laughs> of yeah exactly um and so i was just comfortable but i wasn't comfortable trying to be pretty or whatever and like the older i got and the more confident it's like oh it's okay to want to look nice and it's okay to like want to be i hate this as well in ireland there's this bit of like a you can't be too like we have to be very modest about everything which i do hate because it's like i have to live in my body i want to look at my face like i don't i'm to some people i'm going to be attractive to other people i'm not going to be attractive and that's 
fucking fine but for me i have to live in it so i want to look at it and be like ah you know that's it's my father's face i like my father do you know so like i hate this we're putting yourself down i was talking to this girl recently and she was like oh i'm so ugly and she's like beautiful and it's just frustrating because you're like i just want to slap you and be like no just know you're pretty because what why live we only live once you're dead you're dead more than likely why not just enjoy and we're going to be old at you know at a certain age i'm 30 so i don't have a lot of years left so and that was that point with serena she was like enjoy your body if you like a nice photo Mm. don't just not post it because you're in a bikini there's you know, also on the beach. there's also something about the getting older and like actually caring about things you didn't care about before. Yeah. So like I didn't care as much. I cared about how I looked, but I didn't care about the fashion part. And then like I saw the benefits of it when I try. I go, oh, like it makes you confident too. Like I color in my eyebrow. I don't wear makeup anymore. I used to wear makeup, but I don't. I like I mean foundation. So I don't wear foundation, but I color in my eyebrows. And it's like, I don't know why, but they make me feel more confident when they're darker, which is probably ridiculous because they probably don't look any better. But it's just like whatever you do, like I wear mascara and I wear like uh, eyeshadow, but I don't need the foundation. So it's like whatever makes you feel confident and comfortable. And it's not like being full of yourself. It's just, you know, yeah, I hate when people are like, look at her, look at her. They're so full of themselves. So they love themselves. And it's like, good, let them love yeah. themselves. <laughs> My boyfriend now said he thought when he first, he had a crush on me like four years ago. And I was like, I he was like, oh, and now I'm like, hot, you're dating me. And I was like, well, actually, you never asked me out four years. You never even spoke to me four years ago. And he was like, yeah, I was way too nervous. So it's not like he never gave me the opportunity mm-hmm. to reject him. Um, who asked who out? Um... <laughs> it was definitely me he says it was him but it was me because well so firstly he didn't give me the opportunity to reject him then but he said he thought that i was would have been more he was like oh you're pretty and funny so i thought you'd be like full of yourself and like now i know your personality and you're like really he, he, if he listens to this he's gonna be like i didn't fucking say that that's gonna be one of those things where you're like where i've heard it wrong i'm sorry can we bring back the transcript <laughs> yeah, and yeah. it's just like i'm just trying to say how i feel <laughs> yeah 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 he's probably gonna be like that's not what i said he said something along the lines of that so i don't want to quote him properly but like he was like picturing like whatever perception he had of me then when he got to know me and we're dating like he still wanted to you still wanted but and then you probably tell yourself that as well if you're like well i'm she's out of my league or whatever i'm she's probably not a nice person or whatever you whatever you say to make yourself feel better about not approaching i don't know it was something along the lines of that i wish i remember correctly i'm afraid that and then um when we started dating he was like oh you're like really goofy and silly and i would never pictured you like this and so that's how we got into that conversation he was like yeah i just thought you were like kind of cool and but you're actually like quite not cool <laughs> <laughs> but like he likes that and it's yeah. like it's so he's not too cool to approach yeah, yeah like he had an impression of me just yeah. from the outside so people have impressions of people and you're like you're putting um and same with me on him like he talked to me once at a party and i remember thinking this guy's a little weird uh-huh. uh because you but ha, who asked he uh he i saw him at a show and i was like oh my god he's so funny uh-huh. and i booked him for my show and when i went in to book him i saw that he had asked to do the show like Prior, two yeah. years ago and i had said i'll get back to him, and i never got back to him mm. so i was like ha, 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 lol and so i messaged him on instagram being like um oh like i'd love you to do the show you're so funny tonight and sorry i never got back to you before and he was like, oh, yeah, thank you so much. And then I saw he wasn't following me. And I was like, oh, my God, this is so embarrassing. Have I just I thought we were friends for the last few years. Have I just been a fan and you haven't been following me? But I don't know, like if he unfollowed me at some point, mm-hmm. if he thought because I didn't respond to him, if he got mad. like this would have been him when he was like younger because it's like four years ago. 
um and then we just got talking about that like so it was definitely me slipping into his dms because i did think when i was booking him it is really funny but i did think oh he's kind of cute but then i was like he's not my type at all so what am i thinking and then you know i was just booking him because he's funny <laughs> and then we talked for a couple of weeks over text but you know we know what helps balance the scales in comedy is, is if women started booking guys simply on looks instead yeah. of, instead <laughs> of that just to mix it up just be this is how it feels i want you to double guess if your talent <laughs> well i promised i would never book someone that's not funny because i wouldn't want my show to bomb so sure, i might book them because they're funny and cute <laughs> um it is interesting that you know he was nervous like just based off perception of you because like i there are definitely comics like i've wanted to ask out 100 percent, and i get nervous because like i view it as a works a work thing yeah and i so i'm like unless i'm getting a signal or vibe i i've just like kind of always defaulted to like i guess i'm just not gonna hook up with or ask out on a date this comic well he said it was that he was like no you're out of my league you're like funny and attractive see i would view it as like oh no, no they're they're levels above me in comedy and then that, that's where the inappropriateness would be well, I think- I'd be like well she's more of a headliner i'm i'm def- i'm a base maybe a feature so yeah. i don't i can't ask her out yeah <laughs> well i think when he first came to the city we were both doing open mics because this uh-huh. is four years ago but i'm glad he didn't ask me out because i would have i wouldn't have fancied him at the time and i wouldn't have been the type of person like i'm like i've grown so much which sounds pathetic uh-huh. but i'm glad he's dating this version of me yeah uh just because i i don't know i was like not really a great person to date at the time just because i was like new i don't know i i'm well it seems like the, you you grew up with and tell me if i'm wrong it seems like you grew up with some kind some kind of sexual shame yes and it seems like now you are in a way better spot yeah. regarding sexuality so what has been your growth journey like how were you raised around sex and what has been your growth to break out of that um well because like even for an example with this guy if he had dated me four years ago i wouldn't have known how to orgasm so i only figured i had orgasm like three years ago so mm. when i was 27 so my grow with that was just yeah well i grew up with a uh emotionally abusive and she was quite violent with my dad mother so here's me oversharing but it's not a date so it's fine <laughs> um but that and then my dad left when i was five we still had a relationship but he wasn't there so i got like the majority of his share and what and i look like my father so my mother just we didn't have a good relationship (laughs) every 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 time i look at you i see him for 18 years (laughs) yeah yeah yeah, exactly the man who like abandoned her but um and like he had to leave she was like physically abusive to him and i remember that so it was crazy and like so what i saw do you feel like that gave you like a different type of empathy? Sorry to interrupt, but did you get yeah. that give you a different empathy on men that I don't think not everyone sees? Because you actually, yeah. you know, we hear about the, you know, allegedly men fa- faces too, but then the shout is back is always not nearly in the same numbers, but you grew up with it. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, it was awful. And especially like what I witnessed was, um, and so when I say she, he left, he had to leave oh, because wow. I mean, he was... Yeah. It was awful. It was some like I mean the fact that he never hit her is kind of amazing because that was five years of her pushing him, hitting him, throwing stuff. He would like lock us in the bathroom just to get away, and she would throw herself up against the wall or the bathroom door, sorry, just up against it like a fucking like a demon woman. So, um, me and him are very close, but we like went through a bit of a war together. But he left when I was five, and then she just all of her anger was directed towards me mm. and i'm sure that he probably didn't even realize maybe that that would happen but so until and i was always when i always decided when i was 18 i was just gonna do my time like as if i'd have already fucking committed a crime which i didn't didn't ask to be born but um <laughs> that was it and when i was 18 i walked out and i've never spoken to her again 
Amazing. Uh, and I'm 30 now and it's the best thing I ever did. Because um, I do think if you're in a violent... I think people are very judgmental of that sometimes. But it's like, A, you weren't there. B, you don't know the situation. So just because you have a healthy relationship with your parent... And like, you know, they'll be like, oh, it's your mother. You should love them. And I'm like, no, if I were in an abusive relationship with a man, you'd be like, leave him. Exactly. So I think we can dump our parents <laughs> with sex and stuff. You know, I don't know. Like my mother made it a little shameful. She was like, I remember like bringing up this topic of sex when I was younger and her getting like really mad being like, that's disgusting. You're probably going to be a lesbian. Uh, you're probably going to be pregnant by the time you're 15 and saying, wait, wait, mom, if I'm a lesbian, am I a, le- am I a lesbian or am I getting pregnant at 15? I know, Pick one. I know, right? I always wanted to be a lesbian because I was like, oh, I wish I wish I was a lesbian just to like piss her off. But I'm not, unfortunately. I like like girls a little bit, but not enough to to be with them in a relationship and be a good girlfriend. Um, I like penis. But unfortunately, ugh. but um, yeah, no. So I think and like I never knew about masturbation or anything. Yeah. And like just the odd things like people. I remember like the guys in school when I was 13 saying if girls have long nails, it means they don't finger themselves. If they have short nails, it's gross. They finger themselves. <laughs> and that's like just like but then I was like, oh, so that's all right. I didn't know about like touching your clit or whatever. Yeah. Um, And then I didn't do you it. You can touch like, your clit with long nails. Because yeah, that's just more I have long thing. nails. Uh, hey, yeah, go for it. <laughs> um, I come touch my clit all the time now. Um, but it wasn't until I came over here and had more friends who were more open about talking about that. And like a lot of my friends are like sex. They're com- female comedians. They talk about sex all the time. Um, and New Yorkers are all, it's all very open. And so I learned so much and I was like, oh, okay. And what was also, that culture shock like? Was that easy to hear or was it really uncomfortable? It was uncomfortable at the start and now it's easier. And I do notice that sometimes I'll forget and I'll be like with my Irish friends and I'll just talk so openly and they'll be like, oh, Jesus Christ. Mm. And I have to be like, you know, oh, sorry. But like a couple of my Irish friends are more like I've attracted more people like that now who are like, oh, it's so great to get to talk about this now. But you might be with a group with people and forget. And then there'll be like a friend of a friend and they'll be kind of side eyeing you. And you're like, oh, well, you were talking about, you know, your job, but you're counting and I'm talking about my job, which is sex. Yeah. <laughs> um, so uh, and mine way more fun than yours right yeah, it's like, yeah, like but i listen to you more talk money. about actuarial <laughs> mathematics for 20 minutes i was a good trooper now you're gonna listen to butt plugs for 10 yeah. minutes okay and you're just gonna be an adult and sit through it well yeah no so i love i love that i came here because i was having all this sex where i wasn't orgasming and i was feeling sad afterwards and i was just like i don't think i like sex and now i'm like i love sex it's just like an anti-climax you're doing all the work without the so I made it like a, a thing where I was touching myself every night to make myself orgasm and figure out how to do it. And I was like spending like maybe like a half an hour to an hour a night figuring it out. And then I made myself. And now I'm like, I know exactly what. So with my boyfriend now, he's into like, I mean, he's into some shit that I'm a little scared of, to be honest. Okay. Which is like so new for me. Oh. And I'm not ready yet. Like, and Can it's you not, share it's any, not any even big. Well, he talks on stage about how he likes a finger in the arse. And I haven't never, no one's ever asked me for a finger in the arse. So it's this is easy like. to do. You just put it in. I'm like, oh my God, I, can't. I will. Just get, get a glove and some lube. <laughs> get some, uh, some latex gloves. Like those are easy to get. And yeah. then that'll make the cleanup easy if there's a cleanup. And, oh yeah. Yeah. Latex yeah, they, 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 you could buy a box of them on Amazon, like, you know, a hundred yeah. of them. There's these like black nitro, nitro or whatever gloves and they just make that nice and easy. I think and, I'll just cut my nails. Yeah, but just one little finger. I will, of course, one day. It's just like, it's like anything. It like takes a while to get used to masturbate and it took a while to get so comfortable in sex. And now I feel like I'm so at a good part, but no one's asked me for that before. So it's just like, oh, okay. And he didn't ask. He just talked about it on stage. So I was like, I know this is something. You know, it's there, yeah, but yeah. no one's addressed it. He was like, don't worry about it. And I was like, one day. And he was like, yeah, of course. But it's like, 
and he's into erotic massages which is like amazing but i can't imagine this girl four years ago wouldn't have been comfortable doing any of that and mm. now like we have amazing like we have shower sex and uh, like we've done sex where we just go slow and learn each other's bodies or like you know go fast and all that other stuff or like to come but to not come and like er the erotic massage stuff and it's like oh we're we wouldn't have been good together four years ago we're like this now because of all of the and he's learned that probably from his exes and a mutual friend of ours (laughs) (laughs) but you know so we're at this point now because of all of those so yes i'm glad i came to america and i got you guys made me slutty (laughs) (laughs) how long from when you did the sorry to barrage you with questions but like what uh from when you started that experiment with the masturbation like how long did it take you to to find the click of it all i think it was a a while like maybe like a a month maybe i I was definitely like very frustrated you put in some time i put in some time because for me i always and i know it's not well a i don't come with uh just uh not clitoris stimulation as you you don't come with just penetration yeah as most women yeah yeah yeah, and I could, you know, if I find that one day, great, but I know that clit is my thing, so I have to masturbate during sex, which I wouldn't have even ever done in Ireland. I didn't even know that, I thought that was like a dirty thing. You didn't think you were allowed to touch yourself Yeah, I didn't think it was you? even hot. Yeah. I didn't even think a guy would like that. Um, and so, oh my God, it's so hot to watch someone be like, oh my God, I'm getting assistance. Yeah, and I'm and, sure, I'm sure. And if this all fails, we can kind of blame you too. Like, yeah. you get the, if, if this doesn't work, we share the blame in not pleasing you. <laughs> well, absolutely, I'm sure all of the guys in Ireland would be like, yeah. Yeah, that's great, yeah. but it's just no one talks about it. And my mm-hmm. ex, I was with him for three years. He never asked, but he probably didn't know either. And it's just a lot, a lot, a lot of like not exploration and not asking. And but I remember with him, he had a little bit of a belly. This is my ex in Ireland, and when I'd be on top, it would feel like I'm about to orgasm, but it's probably because the belly was rubbing against my clit. Mm-hmm. And then when I would feel it, it felt like I was gonna wee, so I would stop it. It, it was like when I was masturbating and was trying to get past that mental block of like letting because uh, sometimes you're about when you're like you're about to orgasm and then you think about it and then you're like oh no I'm not and it's like trying to re- like as a woman you have to really relax yourself and like get in a certain headspace and then get used to that like letting yourself like it's like letting your it's like letting yourself open up and be vulnerable and wee if you're gonna wee because that's what squirting basically is a little yeah. bit of, a little bit of wee or something mm-hmm. i don't know what it is but it feels great <laughs> <laughs> it, i um i and i won't i can't speak to like the entire male experience but i can say i have that similar i have to go through a similar wheels turning in my head not to orgasm but to say at times sometimes like if i'm feeling nervous to like maintain the erection yeah and then it's like i have to be comfortable and i have to relax i have to be yeah. everything's okay everything's fun okay hey it might get it might get half hard and it might get hard again like that's all fine and well and good and blah 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 and then i can just have that good time um yeah, you know if I'm, just if, let take the pressure off exactly yeah no one's having good sex if they're feeling a lot of pressure yeah and i think men should never feel bad about women coming because it we're such a rubrics club that it takes us years to figure out ourselves i just say like i'm my goal is to have a good time and yeah. make you feel good like so i'm i'm gonna do my best not to keep asking you like are you gonna come yeah. I, I just want to be like does that feel good yeah and like if you come that's a bonus <laughs> but like if i can make you feel good for an extended period of time i feel like i'll have done my yeah. job the man of men i lied to in ireland being like yeah yeah i came just feel like do irish men eat pussy um yeah yeah yeah. no fairness they do different cultures i know can feel different like i know italians like older italians there was like a thing about like eating pussy was like 
gay to them. Ugh. Like my dad's it's generation. It's like literally the least gay thing. <laughs> yeah, it was like like unless you're, you're lesbian, then it's the most gay thing. <laughs> <laughs> so, but I'm sure they mean in the ma- in like a man sense. Um, no, no, no. Like my ex had a vagina. Yeah. Um, I don't think it was as much as definitely not as much as I get here for sure Mm. but that could have been just our relationship I don't know if I really enjoyed it as much as I do now um and if I guys uh like I had a sex with a British guy a while ago and he didn't go down on me straight and I was like "Mm, that's weird but I think maybe I was a bit spoiled here we're American lads because he'll be like like my boyfriend now he'll he'll probably does it he does it more than anybody I've ever he goes first and then uh he goes after as well if I haven't where yeah. I come and I'm always like you don't have to and he's like no I want to make sure you come so he's like yeah he loves eating vag he's great I'm like fucking goofy geeky guys settlers Catan still eat the vag lucky lucky you yeah, way yeah. to go congratulations yeah. on that <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I also like that first time he went down on me um I just gave him direction and afterwards he was like oh thanks and I was like no well thank you well, obviously it's like my fucking it's my enjoyment it's my pleasure so i'm gonna tell you what to do but thank you for not having an ego about it because some guys i remember one guy who was like you didn't go down to me and he was like yeah well i'm amazing at it and then like he didn't really take direction well and i'm like like come on it's not it's because you take your ego out of this I'm, every woman's body's different mm-hmm. like no person like if i'm giving you a blowjob and you're like can you go faster i'm not gonna be like fuck you i have a technique and yeah. it is everybody likes my literally every single person likes a different thing yeah. every guy i've given head to has had a unique or different like can you lick my balls or don't lick my balls and one time <laughs> i thought there were so many guys like their balls being licked over here i didn't know that was a thing because no one ever asked me in ireland and then i had started seeing an irish guy here and i slept with him and i was giving him head and he was like oh god this is amazing and he was like really like because he said he hates blowjobs but i was like i'm like one of those competitive freaks so when people say that i was like oh i'm gonna give him the best i'm gonna fucking <laughs> go to town here and then i went to lick his balls and i swear this he leapt so hard i think his soul left his body he was like like it was just he was like what did he do what was this <laughs> not in a good way in like a never do that again those weren't supposed to be wet yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> there, there was a there's a scene in this movie my favorite movie chasing amy has a scene where like they're talking about going down on women and how uh like it, it's like uh they're at a lesbian bar so it's like the, it's ben affleck and jason lee talking to some lesbians about like uh, about pussying and the and he's it's, it's like you should this like i want them to be like the air traffic control person yeah. at the airport like with the orange things just yeah. going like tell me when to stop when to move forward to go to the left right. to go fast like just give me some direction and i'll if you know i'll take it yeah well this is good for listeners to listen to because even for men just or for women to hear that men want direction and for men who don't take it just take it right i'll put this way men men worth your time want direction if they're not worth your if you give direction and they go like oh then you don't want to fuck them anyway like be like that we're good they're gonna have egos in every other aspect of life yeah women can be like that too Like, like if someone doesn't respond well to like really healthy sexual communication you don't even have to lambast them. You can just be like, this person's not worth my time yeah. and my sexual energy. Peace out, deuces. I'll find someone else who is thrilled to know, like, actually, I need two in at the same time. Yeah. So I find very sometimes very tiring you and like difficult to do. Two in? Who, who was? Oh, so, well, like, sometimes I'll, like, there'll be women who, like, they light, you know, while I'm going down them and I'm licking their clit. They'll be like, can you put fingers in two? Which, like, I'll oh. do, but 
either I have to just I find this motion. Yeah. I'm very limited with my my range of yeah. motion here. And so I find it difficult sometimes to, fi- you know, I just need to talk to some of my lesbian friends and be like, can you give me a tip on how I can like lick and finger at the same yes. time? Because also, also, if I'm close enough, if I do pull it off, I am rubbing like the palm of my hand up a- back and forth against my beard. And I've that hurts. I never realized how hard this must be for you guys in that angle. <laughs> I think maybe if you sit them on the bed yeah. and you're kneeling down on the ground, because I even find with blowjobs, like I really like when I switch them around and they sit so that I can like be so that I'm not because sometimes you go for dinner right and <laughs> they have you you're sitting on top of them so the gravity and I start I start like nearly puking on them and it's because of the position that I'm in so if at least if I turn them around like I love shower blow jobs yeah. I love shower blow jobs because you're like the water is running you're like they're standing up you're in a good angle with gravity mm. I'm not good with my stomach okay okay <laughs> so if I'm upside down I'm like oh that dinner mm. That oh. fucking Indian we just had is gonna come over your penis. Oh no, yeah. I love asking a woman like, "What position would you like to be when you're about to do the thing that is the nicest thing you can do to a penis yeah. ever?" Like, how can we make you most comfortable yeah. for this? Um, but yeah, no position. I, I, yeah, I think sometimes women don't always recognize like when they have requests and the position for it. So like, I had someone over here on Sunday who uh, we we were sitting. She was straddling me on the chair. And she wanted me to finger her while she's straddling me. But like, okay, maybe I can get in. Uh, yeah. But like, I have limited range of motion. So yeah. it's like, I can do the thing you want. And then like, I'm in her and and I'm like, I'm here. I can't do much right now. Yeah. Would you like to go to the bed where I can finger fuck you properly? And she's yeah. like, that would be great. Yeah. And then took her over there where I had all the... My my shoulder can be involved. Yeah. All that. <laughs> so it's just about communicating. That's so great. Yeah. Should we end this? Should we? You tell me. Wait, I wanted to ask about naked yoga. Uh, that's just I. Yeah, you know, I started doing yoga about a year <laughs> ago. I was making fun of it for a long time, like most of my life, and, and not not yeah. for a good reason. I didn't try it once and then thought yeah. this is dumb. I saw a Brian Regan joke in the early two thousands, and he said, "Oh, you, I can't do the relaxation pose." Uh, and I thought, "Oh, I guess yoga is dumb." And then yeah. never tried it. Yeah. <laughs> um, poor way to form opinions about the world is yeah. from stand up. Uh, so I, I tried it about a year ago during quarantine. I was like, oh, fuck. It's this a game is changer. Amazing. I'm the I same with you. I'd be so judgmental of it. But now it's yeah, it, it's it's critical to a good day. I yeah. did it before you got here. I did a nice oh, like I 24 minute flow. I balanced on a thing in a way I didn't think wow. I was good. When I finally got to set the foot back down in high lunge, I was like, I just accomplished all that. Balance. Yeah, uh, it makes you like I had a sore back. Mm hmm. And I did yoga once and like for the next four days, my back pain was gone. Yeah. So the naked yoga, I I like, I just end up doing yoga naked because like I tend to be naked when I'm in my space. And were you nude in the videos? Uh, oh, so yeah. Where, where did the question come from? I'm just, just curious. Remember, like, where did you see that? I think like, uh, my boyfriend was like, who is this person you're interviewing? And I was like, oh, Billy Prasida. And then I was like, do you know him? He did naked yoga videos. And that's how I know you. That's from the where? First... How do you know I did naked yoga videos? I think yoga someone videos. sent it to me from Twitter or something. Oh, my God. Okay. I think someone was like, oh, my God. Did you see Billy's naked yoga? <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. This is embarrassing. Why? So, okay, there's a, there's a reason. Okay, now I see how this got here. I had Periscope. Had. Now, no one has Periscope. So, now I feel great. Because yeah. oh, you all lost it. Yeah. Um, I had Periscope. And uh, Periscope allows allegedly nudity. It just can't be sexual nudity. Yeah. That was how I read the guidelines. So 
I thought like ever start doing some of the yoga, I was like, you know what? Fuck it. Yeah. Uh, also, the reason why I like doing yoga is I do feel in touch with my body. Like I feel yeah. even more aware of what my body's doing just because I don't have the clothes on it. So yeah. anyways, I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to just like periscope naked <laughs> yoga. Like maybe I'll be that guy. I don't know. Like we I, we were comics in quarantine. Enough. We were all trying to find yeah. internet ways to get people to notice us. Absolutely. I was like, fuck it. I'm going to show how much like uh, yeah, I'm I pretending to love my body. What you talk about and being comfortable with sex in your body. So it also like I don't have a fancy football podcast so like it kind of vaguely mm-hmm. makes sense within the brand of everything yeah. so i was like i'm gonna do that so i did it four times i would get thousands and thousands of viewers yeah. um and then periscope like I, whether it's from people reporting or what but like periscope then uh <laughs> you know they they canceled my they were like you are not allowed to do this anymore yeah. and i was like you could have just told me that you didn't have to cancel my whole account but anyways mm-hmm. like so i know like keith malley for example like he he sent me like a screenshot of me and happy baby <laughs> who's he is he the short keith malley uh from keith and the girl oh i was thinking of some comic who's like he always tries to talk to me when i'm at shows oh that's fine um, uh, but, but yeah, so, oh that's great so i was doing so you your boyfriend saw it from me doing no, it. No, I four- saw it. I oh. sent it to him, but I don't know oh. who sent it to me. Oh gosh. Oh yeah. Sorry. Sorry. So son we- sent it to you because like for four because so Periscope I can then tweet out the Periscope. Oh, you tweet out the yeah, yeah. And so comics I knew sent started me. unfollowing me. <laughs> oh, and it wasn't even like a bad thing. They were just like. um I don't even know. I don't remember them saying anything offensive. Just like, oh, did you yeah. see this? Like, nothing. I think maybe they were like, it's cool. Did Billy quit comedy? What's going on? Yeah, <laughs> I think I think they were sending it in like, oh, like it's. I, it definitely wasn't like an insulting thing. Oh, okay, and I cool. remember like looking at it, and being like, oh, okay, that's different. Yeah. Um, but yes, anyways, I've carried it over to OnlyFans because I was oh, just great. a way like because I can stream again. I have a more appropriate place to put that. Yeah, and there's some people who enjoy just like watching me for I, ten minutes. Yeah, yeah, and you stuff. can. I can understand why people would think it's an like it's like it's so nuanced these layers but they yeah i think maybe like having your willy out on twitter it's just you know but and it's like it's the, again it's all so nuanced it's like we're just testing out what that audience wants or yeah, doesn't want maybe yeah. the audience What's, would have fucking loved it i don't know i, I don't i'm sure know they did love it. but it's probably just more that it's like maybe like parents being like i don't know because twitter feels like very adult so it should be fine i mean if you it, did was, it, it wasn't and that's the thing twitter didn't take it down technically periscope, periscope did yeah. it and so like twitter didn't maybe take down the periscope people. on my feed like periscope itself the yeah. set the standalone app they're the ones who were mad about it and then yeah. wouldn't let me log on anymore. Well, there was a real crackdown though on like what you could because i know tiktok took a bunch of my stuff down and it was none of it. it was nudity it just was like sexual he's talking about sex stuff and then um and like crazy things that they were like Mm-mm. and i'm like that's not bad at all that's like something this is informative mm-hmm. um so there they, and i know that youtube had a thing so there was a big crackdown around the pandemic but i think like that people were like i'm just gonna do naked yoga <laughs> yeah i was like check, check out my body everybody hi it's yeah. uh it's- i think it'd be worse if you were like a like a fucking um brad pitt or something like do you know you see some because i see some of these guys on tiktok and they do do that and they're just like ripped they're just being hot and they're just like they're so hot that it's nearly ugly you're like that's not even natural that's not a real person and then they're like pretending to touch their dick and i'm like this is uncomfortable i didn't pay for this i didn't sign up for this swipe 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 (laughs) i was showing my boyfriend last night i was like what is this look at these people he was like calm down (laughs) Okay, I yeah. have to go. Let's uh, let's do that. Let's do some plugs, Katie. Uh, where can people find you, Katie Boyle Comic, or uh, the uh, sh- uh, Katie Boyle Comic, or the Shift Podcast? 
Mm. And where can people find you, Billy? Uh, well, they can find me on most places at the Billy Presida. That's P as in Peter, R-O-C-I-D-A. Uh, or just come uh, listen to the Man Whore podcast if you're one of the Shift listeners uh, tuning in on Katie's feed. Yeah, I do. Yeah, come. You can find me anywhere you find the Shift. You can find the Shift anywhere you find uh, the Man Whore podcast. Uh, go subscribe to both of our shows and. I'm sure we've all got uh, we got Patreons, we got social media. Come click our links. We love our, our we love our links being clicked. Yeah, click the links. <laughs> click those links. Uh, well, Katie, thanks for chatting with us, and uh, why don't you go ahead and say goodbye to everybody? Bye, love you all. Later. Okay, thank you so much for listening. Please follow Billy, and again, if you can sign up to the Patreon, is pay what you want as well. So if you go up and you're like, oh, that's 197. No, that's just what all the people donate whatever they want so some donate a dollar some donate 10 uh some five uh five would be great <laughs> but yeah and there's everything up there there's like stand-up clips uh like work in progress stand-up and um solo podcasts and episodes early extra episodes so yeah please do that or if you can't do that rate and review that'd be great positive reviews please um or even just share on your instagram uh story and tag me and i'll reshare it also if you have anything advice you want or any topics you want covered please message me it really helps because there's stuff I might not even have thought of uh, or people I might have thought not know to interview or to reach out to so if there's anybody you're like oh I'd love to hear their perspective on this or I'd love advice on this uh that's like amazing so please order and if you want to and obviously I'll be anonymous if you can dm me or if you want to email me um everything's there in the uh, details of this episode but other than that have a great week and sorry again that it's late but I'll talk to you next week Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.